welcome back for another episode of Clean Tech Talk, where we at Clean Technica interview clean tech leaders from around the world. With topics ranging from electric cars to climate change communication, you can listen to our full podcast series by visiting our website at cleantechnica.com. ChargeHub is the largest network-independent, community-driven EV charging app, helping over 1 million annual users find all public charging stations in the U.S. and Canada, check their availability, and pay for their charging with a single account. ChargeHub launched its interoperability hub, the Passport Hub, to support the EV industry to easily interconnect and enable large-scale roaming to drivers. Download the app today to improve your EV experience. Hello and welcome to another edition, a holiday edition, if you will, of Clean Tech Talk. My name is Scott Cooney and I will be your host today. I'm sitting here today with Christy Hatter, the VP of Brand at Electric E-Bikes. Welcome to the show, Christy. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So I, I, I've been reading a little bit of your background and obviously looking into electric e-bikes. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's fascinating. It's one of the top selling EV brands in the country. So I'd love to hear a little bit about that and sort of, yeah, give you the floor to, to talk a little bit about Electric. Yeah, yeah, great. Well, Electric is a really special brand. You know, I've been been with the company now for a little over two years, first as a consultant and then later on as, uh, as a full-time uh, VP of brand here. And I just have loved getting to know the, the leadership here and the team. That's really why I, I came on board here. The brand is really unique in that it's really, truly centered on on customers. And I think that's really been why um, it's seen the success it has centered on community and centered on kind of what, what people are asking for. So the brand really got its roots in the RV community. You know, the first bike that that we made really appealed to that community with it being foldable and, and affordable and, uh, and working with their sort of on the go needs influencer community, you know, heavily involved in, in that, uh, especially on YouTube. And then over the last four years here, we've sold uh, a little over 400,000 e-bikes and are currently the best-selling uh, e-bike brand in the U.S. Uh, with, with regards to unit volume. And then the third third best-selling EV just behind Tesla as far as EV sales in the nation. So it's really an exciting position to be in. I think it just speaks to how much people want green transportation options as well as just to get out there and, and kind of have fun. Yeah, the electric bike revolution has been really cool to see over the last couple of years. It's gotten a lot more people onto two wheels and a lot more people onto electrified transport, which is both of those things are great. So uh, thanks for doing the work that you're doing, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. also, it's it's kind of amazing because I, I think if people were pressed to say who are the, you know, the top three EV sales, you know, companies in the United States, most people would be able to say Tesla, but not everybody would be able to say electric. So you're still kind of flying a little bit under the radar, but that's I mean, it's part of why we're here today. So, right. um, so you have a you have a big sale going on right now. It's it's you know we have Christmas is a week away, but you have a big sale going on 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 the website, and so maybe tell us a little bit about that right now. Yeah, for sure, our holiday sale is is going strong, and um, even if you have 
you know, already missed a shipping window or, or won't have something under the tree, you can find what we have called a proof of presence on our blog, or you can print out, uh, print out something to have under the tree, but really, really good deals going on right now. Bikes starting at $749, which is definitely our lowest price of the year. We have free accessories to the tune of about $450 in free accessories on certain models. And then certain bike models are also deeply discounted up to $100 off, which is a big deal for us as a brand. Uh, you know, we focus on providing great value out of the gate. Our, our signature model, the, the XP, is, is you know, typically priced at $9.99 all year. So um, those good deals are, are typically always available with electric, but, but during this holiday sale, they're, they're especially good. So good, good time to go look into uh, riding an e-bike if you've been thinking about it, especially the XP Lite starting at $7.49 makes a great, a great starting point um, if you've been considering that. Good gift. Yeah. Too. And I, and I love the idea that, you know, the kid is like excited about getting an e-bike and then they see like a card under the, under the, you know, in their stocking or something. And they're like all disappointed. And then they open the card and it's like, you're getting an e-bike. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that kid would have to be a, an 18 year old kid, but we'd be, we'd be oh, happy. Okay. <laughs> I think those of us who are lucky enough to still get stockings at 18 are in a good spot. Absolutely. Hey, I'm <laughs> still a kid. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, yeah, I'm much older than that. I'm still very much a kid. So kid, you know, kid, kid is a, a ubiquitous term for anybody right. who enjoys the holidays. So <laughs> perfect. Well, very cool. And and this is your 10th startup, I read. It is. Which is, which is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Wow. I'm, kind of, I'm kind of drawn to this uh, this world of, of, of getting an idea and, and taking it and making it something great. For me, I, am... I started out in t-shirt design working. Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, I'm I'm talking to you. So you're alive, which is, it was just <laughs> shocking after 10 startups. So I... <laughs> Yeah, that is actually on many levels. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I was just so fortunate. The first employer I had was very entrepreneurial, had been working for Pier 1 back in the day and opened up hundreds of stores and locations for them. And uh, so we, you know, we were just starting brands right and left and, and some of them worked and some of them didn't, but it really, you know, paved the way for, you know, my love for uh, for startups. And uh, so prior to Solo Stove, I was with, uh, sorry, prior to Electric E-Bikes, I was with Solo Stove and I uh, was a v VP of brand there as well. So, you know, my first real experience in, in direct-to-consumer and e-commerce was, you know, around the 2008 mark. And, you know, I just fell in love with the idea that, you know, you could just change something on a whim. You know, if you, you before you would put something out there and it would be permanent, really, from a marketing standpoint. So yep. just the whole the whole idea of of digital marketing, being able to use data, and and really just being able to to change your brand and how people see your brand on a on a whim uh, was such a fun you know path for me. So yeah, it's been it's been great, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little addicted to the pace. I think at this point, <laughs> it is it's it's a drug, isn't it? It's uh yeah. there's there's some some of us you know the the there's everybody's got their drugs i guess on some level <laughs> right for, for me startup culture is has been my drug for for 20 some odd years and so really it sounds like it sounds like you're the same yeah <laughs> and, you know it's it's never boring it's never no. there's never there's never really dull moments so right. it kind of kind of keeps life interesting yeah for sure i definitely get uh get into all kinds of trouble 
if I get bored. So I'm I'm always looking for the next thing and starting yeah. to provide that that next problem to solve all the time. So it's perfect. <laughs> right on. And and uh and and uh, you know we'll we'll dive back into the e-bikes again here momentarily, but you are you're considering an eleventh startup, which I would love to hear about. Oh yeah. So farming, uh, you know, in somewhere around the COVID time. My boyfriend and I, we just started digging into these these farming videos. You know, we saw the big little farm uh, movie and, you know, just just really dug in to, you know, how to use worm castings and how to really improve the soil. For me, you know, growing up in West Texas, I grew up around monoculture, you know, cotton growing. So it was just as far as the eye could see, one crop. There was zero biodiversity, you know, you know, all these ideas that we now have you know, turns out are have been best practices for a long time, and we we got away from those. So it was just fascinating for me learning about how to really treat the soil better, how 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 better soil can make better better food, and and you know, so we we kind of you know we got into it at that point, and it's sort of morphed over time into a uh, you know hopefully having like a vineyard and and you know being able to to have something that that's sustaining itself and and where we have the garden and a few chickens and you know we'll we'll see where it goes from there but ultimately not some kind of a commercial operation probably but more so just uh stuff for us and stuff for the community kind of thing sure maybe a farmer's market booth or something along right. those lines but yeah. not 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 selling to Costco or anything like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I, I wish you luck. We obviously need more organic farmers. And so I'm, I'm obviously very supportive of this. And that, that documentary you mentioned is one of the coolest. I, I just saw that two months ago, Biggest Little Farm. Mm. If anybody hasn't seen it, definitely check it out. If you're into sustainable agriculture, I, it was so eye-opening and, and yes. fun and interesting. Yeah. So yeah, good, good stuff. Hello, cleantech enthusiasts. If you enjoy cleantech talk and cleantechnica, please consider pitching in a few dollars a month at cleantechnica.com slash support. That's cleantechnica.com slash support, where you can sign up in seconds with a credit card, pitch in a few dollars a month or whatever you like. Some people actually contribute $100 a month to help us cover climate change and clean tech and try to help the world one word at a time. Thank you. Let's get into the wish book a little bit. So this, it's interesting. We we partnered up with Clean Technica, partnered up with Electric E-Bikes to produce our first ever wish book. Now, I personally had never seen a wish book before and didn't really pay much attention to it. But one of my colleagues had this like vintage, nostalgic, throwback kind of feeling for these for these things these wish books and it was it was kind of a cool concept and he worked with you guys to to help co-create it and i i i think it's neat we, we you know you can download it off of our website at cleantechnica.com uh, should be in the sidebar and you know if you if you just kind of poke around you'll you'll find it over there but the idea is that there's a bunch of personas in there so there's profiles of people and then the profile then leads you to the gifts that they're kind of thinking about for this year and stuff that they have their eye on. And it's kind of neat. So I, I, you know, mine is, is, uh, it's, it's kind of funny. I'm it's, I, I wish I had given it more thought when I was asked to send a photo over and my wish book <laughs> items, because it's, it's not congruous at all. If you look at our wish book, it's, it's pretty funny. So if you have no other reason to go download our wish book, you should go check out why mine is so silly because mine is, uh, you know, it's all outdoor gear and all, you know, 
Patagonia base layers and, and such. And then my profile picture is this Mr. LinkedIn guy. And it's, it literally is my picture from LinkedIn. <laughs> it's very, very incongruous, but now I get it. So next year I'll, I'll be more prepared for that. I but actually in any like, case, I, I like that it's incongruous. I think that, you know, that's what I was drawn to about it when I first saw it was I just <laughs> was like, oh, you know, you've got uh, Mr. CEO here who's really buying gifts for his daughter and, and you've got, you know, the kids in there with what they like. And, you know, that's really how it is. Right. And I, th I think when yeah. we, when we are looking for like, oh, what should I buy this person? It feels like they have everything. Then having this variety in there is really helpful because like, oh, I didn't think about that, that, that kind of person would, that makes sense that they would like that kind of thing. And yeah, so I don't, yeah. I, I, I kind of like that. There's not a, not a real solid theme It uh, it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. And and I think that's, you know, it now I understand the concept of the wish book. And I, I think it's kind of cool. You can resonate with some people and then you'd be like, that is like my Uncle Tim. And I, you know, <laughs> that guy reminds me of Uncle Tim and I should get something kind of like that for Uncle Tim. <laughs> well, great. Were, so were there were there things that you saw in the wish book that really resonated with you that you saw somebody else had kind of picked? Yeah. And, and you can say electric e-bike stuff or other it's either one is fine <laughs> i can say both well i'll i'll do the, i'll do the electric e-bike stuff first because nicole picked the the xp light bike which is my my favorite bike i live in an apartment on the third floor and so you know i need something that i can carry up the stairs and i love the light bike because it's only 46 pounds and you know it's just been something that's you know every time i turn it on it works and you know for me just being a part of the brand it was important for me to to really experience the bikes and use them. And I think that the light bike is just, you know, a perfect e-bike for, for someone like me. Not everybody likes all the speeds and all the gears. And, you know, I, I like to pedal more than I like to use pedal assist. And that's different. You know, a lot of people prefer like the, the powered experience and things like that. So I, uh, I like that the light bike is versatile and can do, can do all of it. But what I really want out of the wish book that I don't have today is what Wally picked which was the Mario Kart live home circuit. Nice. That was like a lot of fun. Little race RC car that's got a, you know, the video camera built in. Like I could get into all kinds of trouble with that. That looks like fun. <laughs> that's great. I love it. And and I, I think that's it. This is, this is what wish books are really kind of meant for. And uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool that we we did this partnership with with electric e-bikes to, to do this thing and, and get it out there. It's just kind of a fun, keep things light, but also help people look towards sustainable purchasing for Christmas gifts and stuff like that. Cause there's so many cool greener gifts and, you know, people are, you know, concerned about, you know, the environment and stuff. Cool. Shift your shopping a little bit. And it really kind of helps create economic incentive for companies to do the right thing and, and, you know, help create a better world with our, with our purchases. And sometimes we just need a quick guide to get there. So this was kind of part of that process. Yeah. I think ultimately that is what will move the needle most is is consumer behavior and and really standing up for yeah i'm i'm gonna either i'm not gonna spend that because i can't find exactly what i like green version or you know uh i'm gonna buy something that lasts a long time and, and fix it up or you know the the behavior will eventually turn the tide i believe exactly yeah doing doing the best we can with our purchasing decisions you yeah. know it's we live in we live in a pretty imperfect world but we're moving in the right direction so <laughs> well good well tell me um speaking of moving in the right direction tell me about the kind of go forward plan for electric e-bikes in 2024 what you kind of see um yeah yeah 
No, I think uh, 2024 is going to be a great year for for those who love electric. Uh, we're, we've got several new models coming out. So exciting stuff, especially as early as spring. And really just excited to see, you know, how our community feels about these new items and, and mainly just excited to see how it will bring, you know, other new riders into the community, uh, you know, with, with being 400,000 strong at this point, I think it's, it's it's become evident to us that we need to find ways to reach as many different types of people as possible with the types of bikes that we carry. And, uh, and we hope that, that, you know, you all be really excited about what we come out with in, in 24. So I think that's, that's super exciting, but we're going to continue to work with um, state and local rebate programs. We've had a very successful run with the Colorado e-bike rebate program and, and Sarah and the team there have been great to work with. And we hope to really partner more with groups like that because the fact that our bikes are already very low priced works well and pairs well with the rebate programs because we've seen lots and lots of people, especially in that low income category who are getting their bikes for essentially just having to pay the taxes on them, right? Because the electric models are already so affordably priced. So, uh, you know, we're really excited about, about that. We're excited about being around, you know, for the long term. we're investing, um, you know, and continuing to invest heavily in, in, in people and customer service and, 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 you know, being able to answer the phone at any point. And, and that really is a big direction for us in 2024 as well. Uh, we we are, uh, you know, in my opinion, the brand that will be around for the long haul. New new e-bike brands are popping up every day and they drop, they drop inventory and then they drop out, right? And so we we want to provide an, uh, you know, a sustained experience for the customer. We every week we produce new support videos and, and help center videos and content that help help people be empowered to know how to use and repair and maintain their bikes. And uh, Electric's really interested in, in, you know, continuing to be be around and seeing those riders, you know, hitting thousand mile marks and and more. That's so cool. I love it. I there's so much you just said there that I want to come back to. The yeah. the branding alone though is is such an interesting conversation because you're right. There's there's a lot of electric bikes and they and they do they tend to come and go and. What, you know, on some level, you're you're kind of getting in the door with the customer and then building a, a relationship with them sort of afterwards because the price point is so low that it's easy it's easy to be a, a first adopter if you're looking for your first e-bike or something like that. Like electric is, it's a nice, easy price point, easy to bite off, especially low-income communities. And if it's subsidized, my gosh, that's amazing. And, and that's really cool. And I love that. I'd love to come back to that too about how we're getting electrified transportation and making it accessible for low-income communities, uh, which, you know, has historically been a, been a big challenge and obviously helps keep people in poverty when they have an old beat up gas car that they're trying to like put duct tape and band-aids on to keep it running, you know, and then if they can free themselves and get onto two wheels and not deal with traffic and get some exercise and it's like, it, it changes a, a life in such a, such a beautiful way. So I love that. So yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about the customer relationship that you have and how you try to foster that. You, you touched a little bit on like the videos and educational stuff. How do you engage your customers post-purchase? Yeah, yeah. And it's sure. such an interesting, it's such an interesting and innovative way to do branding. I love it. So tell us more. Yeah, well, I, you know, I've, I've been fortunate to work with a lot of really talented people over the course of my career and, and something I learned from Craig Wilson, who actually built an, uh, the Patagonia brand and helped, uh, you know, do a lot of the marketing for them, wrote a book called The Compass and the Nail. 
And I've worked with him both at Solar Stove and with Electric and, and a lot of the philosophy around the customer relationship. I was really inspired by him in that. And, and that is that, you know, most brands, you know, we in typical marketing, we're, we're throwing out the net. We're trying to catch as many as possible. Uh, you know, we spend a lot of dollars up front, uh, various forms of marketing, right? And then you get you get the customer in the door and then usually you head back and throw out some more nets. Well, you know, that's really not a very fun relationship. You know, if you think about that in the dating world, it's like, okay, you know, we had a nice, we had a nice big date and then that was it, right? Okay, we got the date and it's over. And it's like, no, this, this, this relationship with the customer is so important. And it really starts at the moment they experience the product, right? So we, we look at it as a long-term relationship. We look at it as, hey, you know, you got, you got your bike, great, get out there and write it. You know, how can we encourage you to get out there and write it through our content and 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 by supporting you with inspiration and sharing other writers who are who are getting out and writing or maybe transitioning even from from a car to a bike and and sharing those stories are so important for us. And then really just following up with that support because that that relationship really starts at that point. And then really, you know, the same thing is when you're dating someone, you know, the first few dates, it's like you're kind of like testing things out and you're vetting things and you're going, okay, do I like this? I don't know. Like I was sold on something because visually I was like, all right, that's on point. Right. And then, and then you get there and you're like, okay, do I still, do I still like this person? I think brands are are just like that. You know, you, you ride it a few times, you know, and it's not just bikes, it's anything you buy, you experience it, you're testing it out, you're trying it out. You're really vetting it to go, did they make a good product here? And with electric, we're so focused on making high quality and providing value. Uh, most most direct-to-consumer brands out there are selling products that are not worth anything near what they're charging, right? When you when you talk about the nuts and bolts and the value of the item, the true value of the item, electric is the opposite. We could be charging two to three times more than we than we charge, and that's really the thought behind it. Is the service we provide for the customer is really that service of if we were going to build a bike for you on your behalf. You know, if, if you were going to build a bike, if you could build a bike and you had all the knowledge that we had, this is we feel like this is the way you do it. Right. We'd pick these things and we're trying to get it at just that right price where it's affordable, it's accessible for you. But also it's a very, very high quality and it'll last a long time because, you know, that's that's the thing. Right. You you invest a thousand bucks, 800 bucks in an e-bike and you want it to be something that that will last and sustain, especially in those you know situations where, you know, you don't have a thousand bucks laying around every day, right? Maybe this was this was a real stretch purchase and and yeah. you want to be able to use this for transportation and and you're trying to, you know, test that out and try that out. It's a really big commitment. So if we were to just to sort of fall off the face of the earth at that point, we feel like that's not the right thing by the customer. So we do have a very robust customer service team. We are creating that that video library and that content daily to help just empower folks to know. What do I do when I get a flat? How do I maintain my my chain? What the heck is a derailleur? Right, all these questions that are like, oh, I didn't I didn't know about any of this stuff, and then now that I'm you know getting into it and starting to use it, I I I really you know feel fired up and passionate about it, and so we're creating those sort of additional use cases in their mind of like, oh, you know, I should go out on a ride, I should I should go out and do this, and when they do that, they have that great experience and they're reminded. You know, same thing when you get on any e-bike, really, it's like that, that e-bike smile, you know, you're just like, immediately you hop on and it's like, this is fun, right? So we're reminding you to go out and do that because that's why you bought it. And, and really that relationship is built that way. And when you test it and vet it for a while and you realize, hey, this is a really good product, then that's when it moves into this sort of, wow, I really love what this brand is doing. 
right? That's when you really fall in love with the brand. You weren't, you weren't really in love with the brand on day one. We know that's how love works, right? So, but then after you've experienced it and vetted it through, and it's like, man, this is just a really good thing. Every time I look at this thing, I'm reminded how, what a good purchase I made, right? And then that's when you want to go out and share, right? That's when you sort of go from that, I'm in love with the brand to, I love it so much. I want to share it with others and other people should experience this. We, we have, you know, a good, a good, you know, portion of our sales come, come from word of mouth really. And then we have right. our customers and our community to thank for that because a lot of times we hear like, oh yeah, I get stopped in the RV park all the time. And someone asked me, you know, what, what is that? Where'd you get it? And, and so we, we appreciate that so much because it really just helps spread the word, but that's really what it comes down to is if you've had a good experience with the brand, a good experience with the product, and you want to talk about it, that's what we want to hear, right? So the, the idea of having a wish list and, and putting out a communication that says, hey, here are things that I've vetted and that I trust and that I that I like gives you that extra layer of confidence when you're thinking about, you know, making a purchase. Absolutely. And I, it's really refreshing just to hear that companies want to stay in touch after the purchase. Usually it's you do the purchase and then, you know, you're dead to us. Like you don't, <laughs> you don't bring any more value to our table. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's nice to see that. I, I, Lord knows I I had an e-bike I bought uh, five, six years ago. It, it got stolen last year, but oh, the sorry. entire, yeah. Parked it in a bad spot, left it overnight. Not a good idea. <laughs> but, you know, I got a lot of miles out of it, but the, you know, the, the amount of interaction I had with the company afterwards was so minimal as their website was, was pretty rough. You know, they didn't really have a social community of any, of any kind, instructional videos, mm -hmm. you know, you'd email them to ask a question and five days later, you'd maybe get a response and like, hang on, let me connect you with somebody in our, you know, whatever. So this is really refreshing and it's, it's cool to see that. And I think, you know, it's a, that's a part of, that's a, it's a part, it's a very underappreciated part of doing business with, with customers and getting them to appreciate your brand and then spread via word of mouth to their right. friends. Right. And so yeah. it's, it sounds, it sounds effective. Maybe that's, that's how you guys have become one of the, the, the top EV sales companies in the world or in the, in the United States. So yeah. um, it's highly, effective. it's highly effective and it, it it's intuitive, you know, when you think about it, but it's, it is it, when you say it, it takes more until, work. It takes more work and it takes different work than you maybe were trained on in college, right? It's it's a, it's the way of thinking about it from what you would want, right? And, and doing right by the customer, I think, has always been central for, for electric. But I think even more, you know, even more so brands have the opportunity to to gain that extra level of of trust with their customers by thinking about that post-purchase experience. And I think a lot of people think about the post-purchase experience in terms of what else can can I get them to buy, um, which right. is Exactly. Different than what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Although it does work, right? It yeah. Works. <laughs> different version of a customer for life. You actually give them something instead of asking them to keep buying from you. Yeah. So, yeah. No, <laughs> no refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. Uh, Christy, it's been a pleasure to have you on Clean Tech Talk today. I really appreciate it. Anything else you want to throw out there for the community, for our listeners to um, get to electric e bikes? It's L E C T R I C e bikes.com. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Please come, come and visit us and reach out to us if you have any questions and hope you have a really great holiday season. All right. Thanks so much for being with us today. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Thank you for listening to Clean Tech Talk. Join us next time to get your electric fix.
if you would like to sponsor our podcast, send us an email at accounts at cleantechnica.com. That's A-C-C-O-U-N-T-S at cleantechnica.com. Thanks. Thank you.